I love those I ones. Know, I, I love those ones because, like, if, when it says I'm going to share you masturbating of what you masturbated to with your friends, and I'm like, fucking go for it. They will love this shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The stuff I watch yeah, yeah. is really tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome. At... No, for God's sake, don't <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. As ever, the classic threesome is in the fuck bunker, and we have our Scottish contingent. So, first of all, Duncan up in the kinky kitchen or the l- luscious lounge or wherever you are. Hello, Duncan. Good evening, afternoon. Hello, bonjour. <laughs> Very nice. And to my right in the fuck bunker is Dan. Right, and to my left is Russ. What's up? And between those two sexy, sexy thorns, as a sexy rose, it's me, Tom. Hello. Spit roasted. Yes, being spit roasted and um, loving it, every inch of it. Spit roasting would be something that wouldn't be suitable for a podcast, really, would it? What do you mean? Well, well you wouldn't be able to talk, remember? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, That's I'd, a I'd, lovely start to the evening. <laughs> I'd probably stop, you know, get the old fist involved <laughs> no. to whoever's to whoever's at the front. Oh. Just just while I'm just while I'm, just while I'm doing this bit, I'm just doing a bit to to the mic. Okay, suppose the other two people could talk. Let, let's move on. <laughs> just waggle it on my I chin. I just love the fact that he's going to be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you enjoying that? <laughs> For the new listeners, this is pretty much the tone of the podcast. <laughs> okay, and with that revelation, let's move on to some other revelations from the world of. Well, pop culture news. <laughs> it's my birthday! Mouse! 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 Mouse. Where should we start? Mouse. I think we've pretty much guaranteed that there's now nobody listening to this. Okay, cool. Uh, just... Just keep spit roasting then. Um, Hashtag uh, just keep spit roasting. <laughs> Hashtag just keep spit roasting. That'll be on there with rust hits from now on. Um, That's hey, what they changed those yellow armbands to after the whole <laughs> Oprah confession. <laughs> And the hashtag JKS, uh, <laughs> JKS <laughs> campaign is in its third week <laughs> with Sarah Cox now re- re- retweeting. <laughs> oh, sorry, Sarah. We love you. We love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Avid listener, obviously. Right. Uh, Hayley Steinfeld set to play Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye TV series. Pretty cool. Yeah, I quite like her, and I quite like her to play uh, Kate Bishop, who's a character I really like, who's basically Lady Hawkeye. Which is cool. Isn't she a pop Lady star? Hawkeye? Yeah, was that? She's a pop star, isn't she? She is in real life a pop star, yes. No, La- Lady Hawk is a pop star. Lady Hawk is a pop star as well, yes. But Amy um, Steinfeld is a music singer. She was really good in um, Spider Verse, wasn't she? Yes. So, well, that that's the the uproar is that potentially she won't be allowed now to play uh, Spider Gwen, but I don't think that'll stop him. I mean, it, we it's, live. In, it's, it's not an issue anymore. No, we live in a world where uh, James Gunn is directing both a DC movie and a Marvel movie. Mm. Probably fine, isn't it? So yeah, Kate Bishop's a great character. I'm glad that they're kind of taking this route. I get the feeling she's going to be the. That's main... this is our lead story. It's one of. There's lots of stories that are kind of middling. This this week. is this is the one that we ranked the best 
story. This is the one that was at do. the top of the page. This is the one that was the most recent, Tom. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. As I was working backwards this afternoon. Okay. Um, yeah, so I I'm think... I'm not criticising your work. I was asking a question. I'm just asking questions, Dan. <laughs> you go ask away. Any, yeah. Do you have any more? What? Questions. Questions? Yeah. You want any more? No. Cool. Uh, what's next? Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, the... I don't know whether anyone saw it. I know you saw it this week. The um, the person that's hacked PT to um, to discover where all the scary noises and shadows come from, oh, and it is so awesome, fucking terrifying. Mm? Did you guys have you seen this? Have you read about this? Yeah, it's yeah, no. yeah. It's quite what? interesting, like behind the scenes view of of sort of the mechanics of how that's put together so clever because mm. it, it explains where all the weird shadows have come yeah. from because when when lisa possesses you in the later parts of the game your shadow your footsteps mm. change you can hear additional stuff and of course it always sounds like it's coming from somewhere around you or behind you and it always feels like it's very you know like lisa's close even though mm. you can't see her or anything like that and fuck me if she isn't literally attached to your yeah. player character during that entire segment, the actor, your actual character model is attached as yeah, well, with the is, shaking head. Yeah. And you, you don't, and all that you don't stuff. have a character model, do you? There isn't, no. there isn't a character model. No, no. sorry, but, but there's, the like, there's a point yeah. in the game. Where, yeah, but she's like clamped to. Yeah. So I suppose, if you think about it, that's the easiest way. If you want to have it, so that like, oh, we want to have it like there's a shadow just peeping over your shoulder, and you yeah. can use it. So the easiest thing to do is take yeah. that game entity and like lock it. But you know, it's ten pixels behind the camera. But it, when you see it from that yeah. third person perspective, it's so especially because she's like shaking. Yeah. And it's so much better to to not see that because once you've seen it, now so you now know you're paying she's that. You know literally for right sure. behind you. Yeah, she is there. Mm. I mean, her reveal is scary enough. Standing in the corridor in the in, with you know just under that lamp, mm. and the only way to progress the game is to move forward mm. for her to disappear and turn into cockroaches. That's scary enough. The fact that she is literally hanging on to you. Yeah. It, it's just, that's that's that changes my whole perception of the fucking I game. I know, it's now. crazy, isn't it? That She's little there. thing like this, yeah. Have you still got it on your PS4? <laughs> yeah. Three, my, four. My dodgy PS4 that I literally can't do anything with. <laughs> Except play PC. <laughs> Except play PC. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, I can't do anything to it because if I update it or anything like that, it's gone forever. Mm. Yeah, so it's, mm. it stays there. I've got, I've got a PS4 properly now, though. Which is good. You went back into Parky then, all of a sudden. Oh yeah, <laughs> went back into yeah. Oh, no, I'll do, I'll, Parkinson will come back. Parkinson's yeah. got. A, he'll be a new character. Yeah. Oh a, no, real does, person. Does Parky hang out with uh, James Gurdalist and Ewan McGregor then? Potentially? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. These celebrities are a law unto themselves, aren't they? I mean, I don't know. I don't control their movements. And no, they that's, that's very true. Yeah. Very true. Uh, Peter Capaldi's joined the Suicide Squad film. In what capacity? No one knows yet. Uh, Catering. Uh, Tackle with okay. TT is always uh, is rumored to have joined the Suicide Squad film as well. It's going to be good, isn't it? It's going to be good. Who's Peter yeah. Cloud? Peter, Peter Capaldi. Did I say Peter Cloud? <laughs> it sounded like Cloud. <laughs> okay, I meant Peter Capaldi. Sorry, I like no, the idea of I, someone it sounded called like Peter Capaldi Cloud. to me. No, there you go. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, I was well, just like you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Peter Cloud is now a new. He's a new character. Hi there, I'm Peter Cloud. Peter Cloud is Russ's plug mate. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Russ. Uh, <laughs> did he think he did a funny? I think he, yeah, he did. He did. Tom laughed. Okay, I he did. fucking laughed. Yeah. It's just it's just Russ, Russ and plugs. <laughs> you fucking nerd. I mean, absolutely, just not necessarily yeah. about this. Yeah, because yeah, what we're talking about is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Cloud. 
Yeah. High time. five for fucking Peter Cloud. Love Peter. Woo. Yeah. Uh, um, Fuck you, Ross. <laughs> Margot Robbie set to star in a Tank Girl reboot. Yeah, this could be quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, I bet could it could it? be. Oh, yes, nice. Margot Robbie dressed as Tank Girl. Okay, and, just, and let's go. It's go, go her, on then, justify this. It's, <laughs> her, <laughs> it's her production company that's doing it, so she's obviously personally quite interested yes, in this. this is, of course, the angle. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm most interested in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think it's fantastic. I think that she's a visionary who's daring to... Do you want to, do you want to dress up as a girl? No. Why? I want to watch it on my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch it on my own. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come back in. You know how long I've been waiting for this. I'll divorce you. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you know? enjoy the 1995 Five. Yes. film? I yes, did. Yes. I did. It was awesome. I did. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was very high budget. I thought the um, uh, special effects were particularly brilliant. And then there's also... Uh, what was that really shitty kind of rip-off of it that had Pamela Anderson? Barbed wire. I, I believe it was called. <laughs> I know, I mean, I, I... Bad movie. I mean, I never yes, watched it, it. Four times. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen bits of it. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've several times. It's like Basic Instinct. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. There, there's a particularly worn-out VHS somewhere. <laughs> I definitely watched an hour and a half's worth. I don't necessarily <laughs> know whether I watched the whole film, though. But, yeah. Imagine there is somewhere on a car boot sale a particularly worn out version of these films there is there was where a, the videotapes tape is so stretched in those particular a, parts there's all these lines <laughs> <appearing>. <laughs> just literally just on those bits it's like crystal clear it's like so clear it's like ultra 4 ultra 4k ultra hd and then the second it gets to the nudie bits it's just <laughs> <laughs> um there's a line, there's a TV series that used to be on MTV. Duncan will probably know this, called Back of the Why. And Russ might know this mm. as well. Back of the Why. New Zealand's answer to Jackass, basically. Okay. Um, and there was just one line that's always stuck with me when, when they're, they're buying some secondhand porn. And there's like, guys, look at this grotty fucker. And he goes, no one likes pre loved porn. And that's just stuck with me forever. Um, right, what's next? <laughs> this new finger thing yeah, is staying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It gets close. When, when this when this starts being a video pod again, people are going to appreciate the, the sudden like, you. <laughs> um, we oh, get, that, that was really stealthily done. Yeah, it was very good. Really good. That was really impressive. In fact, no. <laughs> Did I do good, Russ? <laughs> In fact, no one would have noticed if we hadn't have mentioned it several yeah. times. Yeah, um, we're getting a new Gargoyles TV series, apparently. Oh, okay, not not us, but no. generally people. No, I mean, we can give it a go if you like. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's Gargoyles? Do you remember the TV series Gargoyles? Oh, vaguely. No. Yeah, we're getting a new one of them. Uh, it's about gargoyles that live on buildings. It's awesome. It's very, very good. Mm. Oh, right, literally. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We're getting Building a new gargoyles. One of that. Yeah, they've come to life though. So. Uh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, there you go. Were they puppets? No, it was a cartoon. Like was it was no, I, I don't remember it. Okay. The like was, was this on Sky? No, I think it was on, on like Channel 4 or something. Yeah. Maybe IT ITV. It was on ITV, I remember. Oh, right. I didn't watch that. I was cultured. <laughs> you didn't watch that because you were cultured. CITV was rubbish. It had its moments. Yeah, it's not the broom cupboard, though, was it? Oh, mate. Round the Bend was on CITV. True. Round the Bend was classic. Yeah. And also... Um, I, I do remember that I had a very strict, like... Pinky in the brain. It's that and that, then you switch over, then it's that and that, you switch back, it's that and that, and then you switch back. I'd like to point out that Duncan made a very valid point, in my opinion, and I pointed at the microphone to show that he made a point. Yeah. <laughs> Pinky in the brain was amazing. Yeah, oh, that, yeah was that was ITV. Um, 
<laughs> Zorp. <laughs> what else was that? There was something else as well. Art Attack. It was ITV. Neil Buchanan's Art Attack. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was just being facetious. Of course I watched the ITV. Okay, cool. What oh, fuck cool. cool. Oh, okay. Well, that was like poltergeist action. Yeah. Mm. Or I, just I, Russ nudging the table. Yeah, Russ nudged the table, basically. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, Gargoyles TV series. I, I thought this is. might be something that people might be interested in, but you know. I you were guess, wrong. Guess I'll go fuck myself. Um, Fallout. Yeah. 70- guess I'll go lick the cat's butt. <laughs> Fallout seventy six. Oh, is this the seven dollar fridge? No. What's this? No. Okay. Don't no, go. On. I'll, I'll do this one in a minute. Okay. Link it into this one though, because that that, yep. that fits naturally. And if yeah. we don't mention it, yeah, it, it, it seems like we know what we're doing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, it's added this thing <laughs> called public events, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, so, this is so I was thinking, well, isn't it? Isn't that the point of this? They're like. No, no. So, so match some matchmaking events. They're not called matchmaking anymore. They're called public events. So more people can get together and plan before they do something. So this is bullshit. Then basically, surely the whole thing's a public event. I don't. What? Yeah, they've added this thing called public events, and they're making this big deal about it. So, like Destiny, yeah, had kind of you know public events where yeah. it was like a thing would happen and there were big things that you had like a certain amount of time to complete and yeah. all that sort of stuff and you could get together but there were always people existing in the world anyway yeah so i don't i don't, I don't think this so, is that so a, <laughs> so a really substandard fallout game yeah is now incorporating a really substandard idea i'm I, i've decided i'm now at a point where i hate um, fallout 76 oh, it's just it's such a waste of time that, <laughs> it just that, irritates that, me so much that they are that they are focusing time on this piece of crap when they could be making yeah. Elder Scrolls 6 or Fallout 5 or, or <clears throat> absolutely guts me. They've obviously looked at GTA Online and gone, we want some of that sweet, sweet open world cheddar. But we're not going but, to do it anywhere near as well. Mm. We're going to do it half, not even half as good. And also, that was built on a really, really compelling single player experience. It was. Yeah. Whereas, Whereas this, this isn't. was not. No. This isn't. In fact, it's... It's just awful. It's, it's such a, a tragic misuse of a great intellectual property, if you if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Tragic. Pe- people are playing it. That's the, that's the weird thing about this. People are playing this because I think they just want their fill of Fallout 76. A Fallout. And I think some people will do anything that um, Todd Howard says, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Do you guys ever watch The Epic Nate? So yeah. on YouTube, there's a guy called The Epic Nate, and he has this channel where he... Basically, his videos are essentially either 10 tiny details you missed in Fallout 4 or 10 tiny details you missed in in Skyrim or five evil choices you didn't know you could make in Skyrim. Basically, it's Fallout mm. or Skyrim, and they are just... You watch one, it's like a can of Pringles. You just can't stop. Mm. Just all this stuff that you just didn't see. And it's always really good stuff. Like You're just like compelling character stories that you just don't see playing out. Mm. Watch it. Epic Nate. You heard it here. Well, not first. I'm Um, the latest person Tom I think you had some news about $7 fridge I did so in Fallout 76 you can now buy a fridge on the store which allows you to keep food and drink items from spoiling in the game this is a thing but you have to you have to spend $7 to buy the amount of atoms to buy this thing for it to be any good so people are just like are you fucking kidding me like this is ridiculous like why would I why would I want to spend seven dollars or seven quid to buy a fucking fridge? That's just way too much. Not even horse armor from the, yeah. uh, from Oblivion was seven dollars. 
It, does. Know, it was like two ninety nine. The people are up in arms about it. I'm getting to the point where I'm just going to go into a game and throw a load of bottle caps at them and say, "Well, this is good enough in the fucking game, so just give me." Some it. people mm. haven't spent fifteen bucks to mm. get Fallout seventy six, and then they're yeah. being asked to they're being asked to spend seven on a fucking fridge. It on just doesn't fridge. make any sense. That's not even real. Yeah, not real. It doesn't fridge. make any sense to yeah. me. And has a cost to the manufacturers of zero of yeah. nothing. It's, it, I. I Microtransactions have just disappeared up their own arses now completely. I agree. I agree also. Uh, should we move on from Fallout news? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gears 5 suffered some, had some issues upon release, um, and the early adopters of it have been rewarded through a Coalition adding a load of bonuses for the multiplayer. Coincidentally, this is just my way of saying I've played Gears 5, and it is really good. So much better than Gears okay. 5. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's so good about it? What's so good about it? Uh, compelling story. It's beautiful. The gameplay's great. It feels really fluid. Really, really good so far. I haven't finished it yet. But I know that you only play the first 45 minutes of every game you ever That's play. bullshit. No, no. I've, <laughs> I have completed this week. I completed uh, all the, the uh, Nintendo-made levels of Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Completed Borderlands 2. Um, and I'm about two-thirds of the way through uh, Gears of War 5. I completed Doom for like the, the How millionth many times have you time. Completed Doom? So many times. Um but this time it was on the Switch, which was a very special experience. Up in my because how many times did the Switch fall on your face? Oh, I mean, pretty much every night this week, I've woken up the next morning with the Switch on my face. But the weird thing is now, I'm sort of desensitised to it. I don't feel any pain when it hits me in the head. So it just happens. I just, I just stay asleep. Switch callus. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. It's actually yeah. the only way you can ejaculate now, isn't it? So, Pretty much, with a switch on my forehead. <laughs> Here's what oh! I'll say. I think three of us have Game Pass. Give Gears 5 a go. It's on Game Pass. Sorry. It's really good. I will. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, fucking don't be a bitch about it. Yeah, yeah don't be a bitch about <laughs> it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know how this is going to get... Uh, this is what this is going to get met with. Rian Johnson can't say anything about the new Star Wars film. Okay. Yeah. Great, great news story. Yeah. So th- this is his trilogy, isn't it? This isn't the next. Yep, the new trilogy. This is the yeah. So they they haven't said like literally haven't said anything about it. Nothing at all. So there is absolutely nothing to talk about. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just checking. And he, and he yeah. said, "I can't tell you anything about this." Yeah. And there's so there's nothing. Yeah. He specifically said. Just confirming what we already it. knew. <laughs> so yeah. we're delighted to have this man here with us, uh, and we'd like to ask him. So what can you tell us about Star Wars? Nothing. Okay, thank you. Well, that was uh, yep. this man over here, and we're now going to go back to uh, um, yeah, the studio. <laughs> um, there is a media event on the 24th of September which could reveal the release date for Last of Us 2. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. What do you want from Last of Us 2, Tom? Uh, as the... compelling a story as the first game. Yeah. But I think the problem that they're going to face is that they've already shown us that there are lots and lots of people, uh, friendly people. Yeah. The, the whole thing about Last of Us for me was about the loneliness. It was about that you know, Joel and Ellie were feasibly the last of us, if you know what I mean. So I assume what we've seen is like the very beginning of the game. I, I sincerely hope so. So as a result, I would imagine that the, maybe something catastrophic happens and she's all, all Something terrible is going to happen. And yeah. I, I, have, I have real sad feelings that, I mean, if you've never played the game, the... Um, the the first game ends on a huge cliffhanger mm. and a big lie um, from one of the main characters to the other. If that lie is found out yeah. during the second game, it will cause 
a rift between these two characters that just it will be in, incredible to watch unfold. But Naughty Dog don't get points for good writing anymore. It's no. like Bioware and Bethesda. They just don't get points for that anymore. No. So all they have to do is make sure that it's as tightly woven. I mean, people are going to buy it anyway. Yeah. No matter oh, yeah, what, this, they're going to sell. sell. It's yeah. going to sell in its millions. This will sell more PS4s as well, for that matter. Hundred well. percent. Yeah. One of the very reasons that I bought a PS4 was so that when this eventually came out, I could play it. Yeah. So and go. I don't have any shame in that. There's no shame. I mean, I'm 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 happy for you, Tom. I don't want you to have shame on that. That's. I'm, I'm, I mean, the thing is, generally, the the big news I'm waiting for f- to come out of your pad at some point is that is that Nintendo have announced that Xbox Live. Um, Xbox Gold games will be playable. That's that's Have what they? I'm waiting for. No, no, I'm just saying that's oh. what I'm waiting for. It's not happening, though. It's not. Do you want some Switch news, though? It's while, never while happening. It? Well, not not anytime soon. Well, it fucking should. Although, I tell you what, there is Switch news because all the SNES games are now available. Fucking A, right? It's yeah, been man. amazing. Yeah. I've been playing Super Mario World. Yeah. This is incredible. It's kick ass. Yeah. NES games so, does this thing. mean that everyone queued up to get one of those NES Classic things nice. has now got all those games again on the Switch? Not all of them. Uh, they've released the first wave, and I haven't seen stuff like uh, Super Mario RPG on no, there. No, this is the first. They've released twenty games to yeah. start with, but yeah, there's some good stuff on there. There's Metroid, the original Mario Kart, original Mario Kart. Yeah, uh, you got Super Mario World. Russ, One. did you play? Russ, did you play Jen's SNES little thing? You did in yeah. Wales. Yeah, played a bit of bit of Mario Kart on it, but yeah. Oh, uh, it was so good. I played Star Fox. Loved it. Which is also on the Switch uh, SNES uploads now as well, um, and you've got uh, Super Mario World Two. Yeah, there's loads of stuff. Yoshi's on Yoshi's Island is on yeah. there. Super Soccer, Super Tennis. Yeah, Super Soccer, Super Tennis. That's yeah. awesome to see. Yeah. Is NFL Game Pass on there? NFL Game Pass is not on the Switch. No. Oh shit! Oh, that's bollocks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got NFL Game Pass on about three, four other devices, so I'll probably be okay. But admittedly, that's what well, I'm using it most. You'll be all right. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, well, I cancelled the music. Uh, moving on then. Oh my God! Would you shut up? <laughs> Maybe just. Got it. I got it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Well done. That's all good. Um, Face Off could be getting a remake. Yeah, I saw that. That's Interesting. mental. Interesting. That's mental. Yeah. Who's the rumored cast? Let's have a look, shall we? Face-off could be set for a facelift, it says. Uh, Oren Uziel is set to write the script uh, with Fast and Furious veteran producer Neil Moritz. <coughs> Say some more names we don't know. No, but at the same time, like, can we just, can we just go over that? Someone, some... Russ saying exactly what I was thinking, and a lot of listeners would be as well. A so, lot of listeners, as if we've got a lot of listeners. Someone has been hired to write the script for... For a remake of a film that has already got a script. Yeah. I want to see Statham in this because I want him to finally get into the face-off machine. Oh my god, that would be amazing. (laughs) That would be brilliant. If you make it a sequel to Spy that is also face-off. It could be him and Melissa McCarthy. (laughs) I would watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that. I mean, I I would also watch that. But yeah, it looks like it's getting a reboot. So that would be exciting. How do you reboot a single film... How do you reboot a yeah. single film? Reboot is just another way of saying we're just going to make this film again. Yeah, of course they are. And it will be Statham versus... Um... Okay, let's just do this. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Statham versus... Um... Who do you think? The Rock, maybe. That, that film already Rock. exists. Mm-hmm. Keanu. 
Nah. Nah. He's in everything at the moment. Maybe it'll be really low budget and they'll use identical twins. Maybe. That Batista, Dave Batista. And Statham. Yeah. Although, can you imagine, like, David, I want to take his face off. And, like, you'd have to say, but you, the rest of you doesn't look anything like him. Like, yeah. at least in at least in Face Off, the, the two of them, you could... They were vaguely believe, the same height. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Not a lot, apart from that. <laughs> no, no, like, it's still, they're still very different. What about yeah. if it's Terry Crews on The Rock? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I want to see how they'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Terry Crews is also rumoured to be playing Coltrane in the Gears of War film when that comes out as well. Hot diggity down. Which I am fucking Ooh. on board with yeah, as well. Man. And Dave Bautista is obviously rumoured to play Marcus Phoenix. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty spot on, really, yeah, isn't exactly, it? Yeah. Basically, a fridge. Yeah. Find the guys <laughs> actually look like the people in the games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, in terms of size. Uh, there's, there's literally not many humans. Giant thumbs with suits of armour on, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just on board with uh, Terry Crews playing Coltrane. I am probably... Quite hard. Mm. <laughs> oh, cool. prime, prime <laughs> it was a. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. um, Has anyone seen the uh, trailer for Between Two Ferns? The, no. the Zach Galifianakis no. movie. They're doing Netflix. a movie Between doing Two Ferns. A movie. Uh, the cast is. And let me have a look, see if I can find it. Between, between Two Phones is hilarious. It's, it's hilarious. And the whole premise is that they need to go on the road to raise money because they nearly kill Matthew McConaughey when the sprinklers go off in the... <laughs> in, the uh... in fact, let's take five seconds to quickly watch the... One uh... of my favourite... Have you seen the Barack Obama one? Yeah, oh, that's the Barack Obama one. Where he just takes the piss out of that guy. <laughs> the, um, it was the one with uh, James Franco mm. was... Marvelous because it also had the music video for um, Spring Break Anthem by Lonely Island in it, which is just so good. Pounding pussy, marry a man. <laughs> like, We're gonna find Mr. Right. It was just so good. <laughs> and get monogamous. Uh, between two ferns, so like we found the film, so let's see who's in it, shall we? Anyway, yeah, it's a movie. So well, I'm far. guessing Zach Galifianakis is in it. Yep, it's gonna be on Netflix as well, which is nice. So far, the cast that have been announced. Um, we'll watch the trailer afterwards. Um, Keanu Reeves, Tessa Thompson, Brie Larson, Haley Steinfeld again, Matthew McConaughey, Benedict Cumberbatch, Will Ferrell, John Hamm, Rashida Jones, uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Adam Scott, Peter Dinklage, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. I mean, I'm guessing some of those are going to be in it for like four seconds. Oh, I'm guessing most of them are, but mm. I, I'd imagine he's going to interview a lot of them. Oh, there's more as well. Uh, John Cho, Chrissy Teigen, uh, Chance the Rapper, David Letterman, John Legend. Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a good cast, that, isn't it? It's pretty amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, we're getting a film of that. The TV series is hilarious, and we'll watch the trailer afterwards. Excellente. I am just watching the trailer now. There you go. Duncan's watching the trailer now. Um, Some of us are concentrating on what's, what's, what's going on. Ben Wheatley's <laughs> directing the next Tomb Raider film. Who's Ben Wheatley? Ben Wheatley directed like films Kill like List Kill and List. Field, Field in England. Yeah. And you you got to get a paycheck somewhere, haven't you? <laughs> Fair play to him. Like, yeah, no, I mean, like, that's a that's a fairly standard thing, isn't it? Because now I know he's directing that. I'm like, I will go watch that the film. The one for me, one for you oh, approach yeah. for the studio. I feel like taking a gap here. Well, or, no, we've got the next best thing. Or this is going to be a fucking weird Lava Croft movie. I really, yeah. that's what I'm hoping. 
That's why yeah. I'm hoping that they just go full on weird. Oh, they're not using fucking Angelina Jolie again, are they? No, it's um, it's Alicia Vikander, yeah. isn't it? There you go. Yeah. Oh, she was in the first one. So. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, so Kill List, High Rise, Free Fire, he's did as well. Oh, yeah. He's done some good, they're great films. Bad like, Brie Larson. Kill List, yeah. Yeah, Kill List is, is up there as one of my favourite Wicker Man y kind of films. Mm. I love Brie Larson. I love Brie Larson as well. Mm. Tom watched um, Endgame. I did. Yeah. I saw Endgame finally. Oh, shit, I forgot news. to bring the fucking DVD with me. That's okay, don't worry about it, mate. No, it's not okay because I always do this. I'm basically just accruing a collection of your DVDs. Yeah, okay, well, we'll see. Maybe you should need to give me a lift one week and I can just literally bring them out. We'll do that, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Is that your Captain Marvel that we've got? Yes. Okay, I'll go and grab it when we finish this. Char watched it, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. I dropped it in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your Captain Marvel? Because it's in the toilet. Um, yeah, every, every time a new like <laughs> 90s banger came on, she was like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's getting better and better. Uh, System Shock 3. Don't you want to know what I thought of Endgame? Go on, then. What do you think of Endgame? It was all right. I knew you were going to have this. I was going to write down your possible responses and your typical contrarian views. It's not typical <laughs> contrarian. It had some unbelievably awesome moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But both me and Jolie were... Is it possible it's been overhyped? Uh, well, no, because we kind of we kind of steered clear of any hype and spoilers and Yeah, and but it's, like it's impossible to avoid... Look how much money it's made at the, the box office. Look at... We knew it had done well, but by the point by the point we sat down to watch it, we were both really excited to see it. We were yeah. just like, "Oh my god, we've waited so long to see this. It's great. I can't wait to see all this sort of culmination." And it it was there were just a few moments where we sat there just going, "Oh, like what?" I'm interested. I, this is the worst thing to say about it. I can't really remember much of what happened. I didn't really take a lot of it in. It just kind of happened. Maybe it's possible that it was very much a cinema film then. Because there was there's like some tent pole moments in it. Yeah, but obviously I think you're you would probably say that because you're more invested in Marvel than I am. But I I mean I, I enjoy I, it. I think I in general that there was it it might have been because it's it's definitely an event film. So it might have been one of those ones that if you're in a room full of people it kind of kind of carries you along with it potentially. Yeah. Mm. But both me and the missus were mm. quite excited to see it. So we were we were really kind of watching it. We I yeah. think it took a while to wind up. The battle scene was awesome. Yeah. We were I was literally gripped by that. Mm. That was fantastic. And Thanos was much more scary in his earlier incarnation. Yeah, he just didn't give a shit. Did just he? didn't give a shit. Yeah. So so cool. And that was a really uh, that was a really nice sort of plot twist, but the um I remember <laughs> I remember Jolie's whole thing was like, huh, so Nebula's like network to her future self. Like, that's really weird. That's, a, that's a real get out of jail plot hole, she I said. Mean, I was like, yeah, them. fair enough. There's a few <laughs> of them, but the, the sheer scale and scope of what they do actually manage to achieve is, I think there's always going to be a moment of, there is no way out of this, so we need to do something. Uh, Banner was brilliant. Yeah. That was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was nice to see... Uh, Spider-Man when he came back that was cool yeah. that was cool that moment with the battle scene where all the portals open yeah, yeah. and everyone starts filing out was phenomenally awesome that was that was great mm. it was it was a real game of two halves for us the first half we just didn't enjoy at all oh, really? but yeah the set, but once it started kicking into gear and was doing just all the mindless action stuff mm. that was when it got really good <laughs> yeah. yeah I liked I liked the first half potentially more than I liked the second half so I didn't like um, a Stark it was it was just you know the whole trailer with him in space and stuff like that and then suddenly yeah. he 
suddenly he's back and then it skips five years. And it, it just, it, I don't know why, it was the first time I sat there watching an Avengers film thinking, like, this feels really hackneyed. Like, this is all just kind of... I, I completely disagree, but that's okay, what yeah, opinions are all about. Exactly. So, you know. It just felt, it felt hackneyed to me. It was just a bit like, we've got to build up some motivation, we've got to build this, there's this human, humanity, and it's like, I'm sorry, but we've, we've spent all these films dealing with these individual characters to, to build all this up. We don't, this is the final fight. This is yeah, supposed to but be... I, I, I think they wanted to show them how much they lost. And they, they fucking lost in Infinity War. They got destroyed. They lost about as much as you can lose. Yeah. It, it felt like it cheapened that last moment of, uh, of Infinity War. But I, I think the opposite, though. Because what it does... Well, that's okay, is, you can think that. I know. Well, <laughs> let me have my fucking opinion then. <laughs> okay, Jesus. <laughs> We've um, been waiting for a few months to yeah. discuss this. So, so I think it's... <laughs> I don't think it cheapens it. What I think it does is it demonstrates that they, they were trying to get on with their lives. And then this little kind of like a corner of an idea happens and eventually it blossoms into something that actually manages to yeah. to work. Stark's death felt cheap at the end as well. You reckon? Yeah, it really did. No. And that, that oh! no, that's nonsense. No, again, that that's this is my bollocks. this is my opinion. No, it's my opinion. It it's wasn't not, super unexpected because no. you knew that there's no way it was that either going to be it was going to be one or no, two people exactly, dying. Exactly, it wasn't unexpected. But I felt I felt like it was a bit. You know, it's I know that there's been that whole thing with you know even in Iron Man two they're saying things like you know you're going to grow you you're going to change the world and all that sort of stuff. You know, yeah. and he, you know there's that whole kind of predestination kind of thing that Stark has had around him. But then when he died at the end, it just felt a bit like that was just like, you know, it's just typical. It's kind of like it's a, it's a real like I've seen this story a million times, like lovely family. He's got the daughter. He's with Pepper and stuff like that. Of course, he's going to be the one that's going to die. Yeah. Like You just know that. And, it, and then it happens. And it's just a bit like, oh, OK, well, great. OK, so that's 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 quite sad. But it didn't it didn't I just didn't feel like it added really anything to it. I think it, it added the point that so you this is gonna go. This is gonna be long-winded. Sorry. So at the start of the whole thing. Yes. There is no way he would have done that. At the start, the first moment in the first Iron Man yeah. film, there is no way that he would have done that. Yes. And it's it, it is just the conclusion of a character arc. It's a good conclusion of a character arc. I thought. one that you could argue is actually concluded in the first film as well because he becomes more selfless over the course of that film. He does, but then also the stakes get higher and higher and higher all the way through the films. Mm. Uh, and then there's a setback in Civil War mm. where he's got to. He's arguing about the suit of armor around the world, blah, blah, blah. He's in the wrong in some aspects. Captain America's in the wrong in some aspects. And all that does is really set them back. Yeah. Um, and he loses his trust in people as well. Yeah. And even to a point in Endgame, he loses his trust in the Avengers uh, to the point where he just goes, settles down, has a family. So the conclusion of this is him giving up his life hmm. which he's, he does at the end of Avengers as well yes. technically and yeah. you know he's saved but but the stakes in this are so much higher than anything else he's faced he is the most human oh well, he's not the most human but he's one of the most human of all of them and he is the one that ends it all yes it's a good character arc I thought I, it made, made me like Stark a lot more oh yeah no it's absolutely great I just don't I don't think he necessarily needed to I don't think he needed to die for that to be apparent I, I think it would have uh, cheapened it. Like there are, I think he did. I think if if I, I've seen loads of really nerdy takes on, well, why didn't Captain Marvel do it? Because she'd she'd have been able to handle that, no problem. Yeah, she rocks up really late yeah. in the film as well. That yeah. was that was that was also quite disappointing. I th well, it was such a great film in Captain Marvel. It was like 
if she'd actually been part of the fight, then it would be a lot shorter. Mm. It would have been a lot shorter. Yeah. And there get, was a lot of pissing about. I think what about. they wanted to do yeah. was have it as be the original six yeah. Avengers. Yeah. Be the ones that Ooh. fought Thanos. And yeah. having her just turn up and sort everything out would, would probably have made more sense, but it, it wouldn't have been as good. It a takes film. away moments like the, the, the moment where Captain America, with a broken arm and a broken shield, is, is squaring up to an entire army as well. Yeah. Like he's, he's preparing to die, but he's going to die fighting. Um, and it takes away moments like that, which is the heft. The, like they um, are losing throughout most of that battle. Yeah. Yeah, they actually they didn't shot really um, enjoy that the film before Captain um, Marvel's out. So they didn't even wielding. know that she was successful. At that point. Sorry, one of you talk. Yeah, one of you, please. <laughs> yeah. The um, the uh, yeah, Captain Marvel came out after they had filmed mm. all her bits for Endgame, anyway. Right. So mm. they didn't know that they had a successful character on their hands, and there was still a lot of like people. So guys, I don't want to tell you, but it's, it's a woman. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't. I um, don't like them. <clears throat> and what are you going to say, Duncan? I was going to say, Tom didn't enjoy uh, Cap wielding Mini Monia. Uh, yeah, that, no, that, that was cool. That, yeah, it was nice to see. I like the time travel bits were quite cool as well. Yeah. I liked Loki um, like snaffling the Tesseract and then <laughs> disappearing. Yeah, like, that was like, cool. That was, that was really funny. Like the, but, but this is the point. I'm, saying, I'm not saying that any of this took mm. away from the fact that it was an enjoyable film to watch. I think... I don't know. I just, I, it, it, was a, it was what I would describe as a very, a very satisfactory ending. Mm. And I'm using the word satisfactory rather than satisfying. Mm. I'm saying it's a satisfactory ending to that that multiple phase of films that needed tying up. Yeah, it ties yeah, yeah. up all the loose ends. It does a very functional job of doing that. But I have to admit, I don't. I don't know. I, I can understand why it did well at the box office. It's, you know, because it was always going to. It's again. It's like Last of Us Two is going to sell. Yeah, like yeah. The end game was always going to be massive. But it's I. I don't know. I I I just genuinely came away from it a bit. Uh, Okay, cool. Seen it. So, so another reason why they had to kill Iron Man off is because in the next set of films, you will have nerds like myself saying things like, well, why don't they just go get Iron Man? Why don't they go get Tony Stark to help him? Because if you've got him just sitting there living his life with his family, it's always going to be in the back of your head that, well, they could go get Tony Stark. Mm. Whereas if you kill him off, then he's done. So no one can say let's go get Iron Man to help out. And the same with what they did with Captain America as well. Yeah. Turn him into an old man. It, and, was, yeah. it was really cool. It was really moving. I'm, and like I said, I'm not taking anything away from that. And, and my opinion is one out of millions, mm. you know, against me in that sort of sense. But it's because, but yeah, it's just genuinely my opinion. I, 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 was, I was much more invested in this run of films about five films ago. Mm. Um, and this one, you know, Infinity War was superb. It was like the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, if you ask me. It's yeah, so like, they lo- they lost. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the big one, and that's the one that I think I'll remember the most. Endgame, I think I think I should watch again. Well, feel free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But yeah, no, interesting, interesting. So I do I appreciate having lent being lent it, obviously. But yeah, no, it's my it's just my opinion. It's it's not it's well, not something don't, to get. And don't and you shouldn't feel. I shouldn't have made you feel defensive about your opinion, Tom. So I don't, no, I'm not being defensive. I'm just... I'm no, I said I shouldn't have made you feel defensive. That's my bad. No, no I'm saying... No, no. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, you son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> keep in as much of that as you want. Yeah, oh, well, probably all of it. Uh, System Shock 3 gameplay reveal. I am so fucking excited yeah, for this game. I, I, so, so fucking excited. And what was so good was seeing Shodan back yeah. and doing one of her incredibly over-the-top, sinister monologues. Great, go. very excited. The mm-hmm. gameplay looks good as well. Hopefully they'll make 
a better go of it than I think Prey 2017 was the the closest they've come to a sort of a modern day system shock. I need to play that. It, yeah, you really do. Mm, I've yeah. heard it's really good. Yeah, it's very cool. Good storyline. Um, NBA 2K20 has actual gambling in it. And when it's gambling in in, in uh, GTA, it kind of makes sense. In a basketball game, less 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 so. Just doesn't feel like it should be a thing that's coming into video games. Well, NBA, I swear, NBA sold less last time because of the gambling mechanics in it, because of the loot boxes in it. Mm. And they just doubled down this year and said, "Fuck it, people will still buy this." I'm sure. So what is it? You can spend money on a loot box. Yeah, pretty much. I, I no, that had basically been banned. No, you spend money on a roulette wheel. An actual roulette wheel, which has different things that you can, uh, and because it's it. digital, it can't at all be loaded against the player. No, exactly, mm. it's nuts. But look, it doesn't make any sense in the form of a basketball. What player. a fucking world we live in, yeah. where people can be sold loot boxes. You know, prime ministers can thwart democracy and um, you know just prorogue yeah. parliaments and stuff like that. But what the fuck is this world coming to? Those two things yeah, are basically the same. same basically the same. Yeah, I mean, in Boris- terms of levels of utter cluster fucking. Lack of decency yeah. and decorum and fair play. Yeah, uh, they, they are the same. Putting and gambling co- into sports games is just like red rags to bulls. Of course, Boris Johnson was the lead designer on NBA Two K Twenty. Anyway, so <sighs> that blonde motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> more Switch news. Good news for Nintendo fans. Good news for Nintendo fans. Um, we are getting Jedi Knight, Outcast, and Academy coming to the Switch. <laughs> yep. Um, I've literally jizzed my pants. And Doom 64. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so that's... Uh, no, Doom 64 was, was its own game, wasn't it? It, yeah. wasn't, uh, it wasn't just... Doom. Oh, God. When you <laughs> How many times will this be that you've bought Jedi Knight now? Uh, I think it's got to be the fourth time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> told, told you guys I bought a Switch game, didn't I? <laughs> I bought uh, Resident Evil 4. Oh, get Look, in. it's exactly the same as all the other ones I've played. <laughs> except yeah. it's in my fucking hands, Russ. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing it on a bus, Russ. But except, I, except every now and then I go, Sarah, I want to be able to see it better. Do you mind if I just put it in the TV? And it's like, no, now it's exactly the same as the other versions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's for you, Russ. Bad Boys trailer. Have you seen it? No, but I've I've, I've heard about it because there's the um, there's the TV show that's a Bad Boys spin-off at the moment, yeah. isn't there? LA's finest. So does it mix in with that at all? I have no idea. The Bad Boy Cinematic Universe, you mean? BBCU. <laughs> yeah, the BBCU. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. So is there a trailer? Yeah. Right, I'm going to have to go. And yeah, Bad it, Boys it? Forever, isn't it? Yeah, there we go, yeah. Bad Boys for Life, surely, yeah? yeah? No, I, think it's, I think it's actually Bad Boys Forever. Is it not called Bad Boys for Life? I think it might be Bad Boys for Life, actually. Yeah, I, think I, don't know. It, I mean, it fucking should be. Um, I mean... Are you not excited about this? Not as excited as you, but I know you love the BBCU. So. Bad Boys is <laughs> such a good movie. <laughs> I don't Bad understand Boys you. Is. Bad, Boys. Bad Boys 2, it's alright. Bad Boys is basically uh, a perfect uh, action Bad... film. It's, it's good. But it's don't good. You watch Bad Boys? Come on, it's amazing. It's got a crazy European drug we, baron. We rewatched it's got Bad Boys. Fucking massive explosions. Yeah, it and it's got Tia Leone. Okay. But we watched so many crime... I love Tia Leone. Sorry, Duncan. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we will stop talking over you. What are you saying? Right. We did. I love Bad Boys. And I loved. I, I even enjoyed. Well, actually, I thought there were too many uh, car chases in Bad Boys, too. Just no such to, thing. Carry sorry. On. What? No. I, I, we gave you your chance to talk and you, you just wasted it. What are you talking about? Anyway. 
anyway, we watched rewatched Bad Boys, and because we been, uh, it must have been at the time we all we've been watching a lot of crime dramas where there's always all the forensics, and then in Bad Boys they just go in and wreck a crime scene. And they're like, no, the forensics, uh, and it, that, that's just a geeky thing. <laughs> yeah, Action movies it, it's notoriously just, detailed it, it on the just, forensic yeah. sort of procedures, making sure that they stick to the rules. Did they uh, catch the bad guys at the end of it? Yeah, of course they did. Then does it matter? <laughs> Didn't catch him. Crashed his car into an airport barrier and then shot him. There you go. That's it's how like, you uh, do it. It's like the other guys. The other guys has that excellent bit with the forensics guys going over the Prius yeah, yeah, that's yeah. been used as a as an F shack by the <laughs> bunch of homeless guys. You know what they do? They they call that a soup kitchen. <laughs> I got a Prius myself. It's a hell of a machine. <laughs> Disgusting. I'm out of news, but apparently you guys have some extras, so... Oh, mine was the $7 fridge. Oh, sweet. Duncan? Um, so, Nicolas Cage is back with um, Elijah Wood's SpectroVision, uh, who did uh, Mandy. Um, oh, yeah. That indie cult hit. Mandy! RLJE... Films has acquired the US rights to it. Oh, really? Um, Cage has done a film called Color Out of Space, which is based on the 1927 novella The Color Out of Space <laughs> by H.P. Lovecraft. So, um, funny that the title is the same as the film. But um, yeah, anyway, it's uh, been released. It was shown in Tor- at Toronto's International Film Festival. Uh, on September the 7th and so yeah, it was just about RLJE film there's actually more the first I heard that there was going to Nicolas Cage has done a small indie film so that will be a sci-fi horror film awesome now awesome. and the bigger one okay I've got a bigger one mm-hmm. <laughs> look the internet the internet keeps on breaking out so I can't always hear you Okay, I've got a bigger one. <laughs> Just in case you missed it. Just in case you missed it, I've got a bigger one. What's your What's your second piece? Okay. <laughs> My second piece is the Lego sets that are going to be retiring uh, soon. So Lego are going to be withdrawing from sale and, well, I suppose retiring. Uh, quite a large number of the Star Wars uh, uh, Lego sets, including the Death Star. I'll go and buy it then. <laughs> yeah, you should go and buy uh, that. And the mini. Yeah. But, yeah. And but, the what? But, I don't know. The I'm mini what? Invested the mini in the, like, so you can't... Eventually, after 2019, you won't be able to get the Star Wars Lego Y-Wing. I, I know Ruffles will uh, sort of care because I know he's got Lego in there. Uh, you won't be able to get Kylo Ren's TIE Fighter. Uh, a, a lot of the Last Jedi stuff is being withdrawn. But yeah, it was the Death Star that... Ah, brought it home. That is 492 quid. So Jesus Christ. Have you seen the new collector's edition but, uh, um, Star Destroyer that you can get? Yes. It's like 7,000 pieces. Yeah, it's mental. Fuck a doodle dude. Absolutely amazing. Still uh, not as good as the Millennium Falcon that you can get, though. No, that that is amazing. If you can find that kit anywhere, they, they there's a lot of places that do like Nintendo... Nintendo, fucking hell. Lego swap shops. You can get pick yourself up some really good bargains if you've got a bit of collateral Lego to swap in it. There's one in St. Albans. 
Yeah, there is. Mm. I tell you what, though, that I've discovered recently, and actually it's something I'm looking at right now. It's not necessarily news, but if you are in the local area, that's to say Hertfordshire, St Albans, that kind of area, if you don't know about it, the 66 Book Club. You know yes. 66 Book Club? No, no, I've spoken about before, it before. Yeah. So there are loads and loads of quite large very tough, robust kind of card model sets you can get of things like Kylo Ren's TIE Fighter, Mm. BB-8, R2-D2. You can get Jurassic Park ones as well. Mm. They are selling them in there for fucking peanuts. Like a quid got me a full-size X-Wing that I built and I hung it from Vinny's ceiling. I got a fucking massive TIE Fighter, big, big card, really robust kind of, um, you know, foam and card kind of models like amazing stuff in there mm. uh, you can get Poe Dameron's X-Wing you can get R2-D2 you can get like I said BB-8 um, what else have I got uh, Sith Interceptor loads of stuff just waiting to be built Vinny loves building them um, yeah so get your asses down there there are all sorts of fucking paper models you can get your hands on it's amazing and tons of those um, excellent Star Wars infographic books yeah they're really cool they are so nice. cool really cool and all Egmont have done this amazing set of novelizations of the um, of the Star Wars films, which all come in their own. I think I put them on Facebook at one point. Mm. They all come with their own. Um, a lightsaber is chosen for each one. So that on the cover of the Star Wars one, it's just an all black cover with Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and it's got Luke's blue lightsaber on the front of it, and the the paper edge is blue. Empire Strikes Back is red. It's Star Wars episodes uh, five. The Empire Strikes Back. It's Darth Vader's red lightsaber. The edge of the book is red. Green is Return of the Jedi. Luke's lightsaber on the front. Green round the edges. Force Awakens is Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Mm. Red round the edges. I've just picked up, because I'm I'm so happy I found it, uh, The Last Jedi, which is uh, the uh, Luke's lightsaber again with the... Uh, blue on the outside that's really cool so cool I cannot wait until the last one comes out it's so fucking brilliant nice anyway that's that's probably a bit of news yeah. more like local promotion uh, going back to Mandy quickly Mandy <laughs> my favourite thing is that I watched that film expecting him to at any point do that yeah no no, no point he does he do that no <laughs> no Mandy 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 I think I'm out of news to- uh, Tom any more news no uh, nope this feels like we've been wanking on for quite a while. Does, doesn't it? Do. Duncan, you done with news? Yeah, I gave my two piece. Nice. Right. So, with no further ado, I gave my two pieces. Yeah. Let's wrap up this news podcast so we can get on to the main event. Stay tuned for the next podcast, which we yeah, that's really nice. Um, <laughs> stay stay tuned for the next pod. Yeah, Dan's just waving stuff at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tune into the next podcast where we'll be taking a look at. Oh, we're going to do uh, video game adaptations to movies we'd like to see. The crazier, the better. Yeah. And on that note, it's goodbye to Dan. Hello. G- goodbye to Dan. Bye. Goodbye to Russ. ta Goodbye to Duncan. Tra. There we go. Okay, there's a bit of a gap there to edit out. And it's goodbye from me. Don't forget, if you want to interact with us on social media, our handle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is at TMTOH. And our sister podcast, Theatrical Cut, is at Theatrical Cut Pod. They're doing clans. They're doing clans. And I listened to the podcast on the way over here. Is that like it was really good. Clowns yeah. in an Australian accent. Yeah. Clans. Clans. Uh, just if you do South Australia, you've got to sound like you've got acid stuck in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's clowns. Uh, yeah, and on that note, let's cue the music. <laughs> <laughs>